Welcome to Money Lab. My name is Matt. It is, it's May, you know, and, and we're getting into the summer season. And for me, that means, well, that means I'm working a lot on my flagship website, Swim University. And yes, this is an episode where I want to talk about something that I've been working on myself. I've been going through and optimizing old content so that I can actually rank it on Google. And, uh, it, you know, it ranks on Google. Let's, let's be clear. It ranks, but it's maybe not number one or even number three. Maybe it's on the second page. Maybe it's down at number nine. And so what I'm doing is finding those posts and I'm optimizing them myself, doing the actual work, not hiring somebody, but doing the work. And I want to share everything that I'm thinking about and everything that I'm doing to get that done. So let's get into it. You know, I, I mentioned it was pool season, but it's, you know, I'm also thinking about this with my other sites. And I'm also thinking about this in a way that like I can deliver to other people and without, you know, giving away my, my secrets. It's not really secrets, honestly. It's, it's, it's all on the surface and I want to show you or just tell you kind of all the things that I'm doing. Maybe make this a little quickie, a little quick episode. Who knows? I, you know me, I say I'm going to be quick. And then, you know, hour, 45 minutes later to an hour, I'm, I'm still talking to myself in my basement into a microphone to nothing. But that's why I want you to email me, Matt at MoneyLab.co. I've had people who have t DM'd me about episodes that I've done, which is great. Any just hearing from you that's like, hey, I listened to this episode. I liked what you said. Or, hey, I listened to that episode. You're a freaking tool. Either way, at least I know you're listening. And that's. It's like, okay, I'm not just putting this out into the ether and nothing's nothing's coming back. So matt at moneylab.co. Email me. I answer all my own emails. You know, dare me. <laughs> so here's what I'm doing. I'm going through old posts and I'm going, ooh, this post is not so good. And, or this post is maybe not, it's not that it's not good. It's like, ah, this post could be better. And... You know, you just look at it, you can just tell, especially if you've been doing it as long as I have. You look at a post, you're like, this could be, this could be great, right? And so, on, you know, you if I were to go through every single post, it's not like that I can do that in a month. It's not just like one big optimization, like, experiment. It's something that's ongoing. And there is a way that I've been prioritizing posts to to work on and not just like, feel super overwhelmed because you cannot eat an elephant in one sitting. You can eat it one bite at a time, right? So the way that we've been doing it is looking at Ahrefs. So Ahrefs is the tool that I use for SEO, and I'm actually going to pull it up for my own sake here, uh, just so I can, as I'm speaking this out loud, I'm also knowing what I'm looking at. So what we do in Ahrefs is we have our website, it is it is entered, and we track all of our keywords for all of our posts. So if we want to rank, you know, for example, if I look at even Money Lab, I have a post that's all about podcast marketing. And if I want to rank for that, I add that keyword into the rank tracker in Ahrefs. 
And what it does is it automatically finds the post on my website. That's the, that's the keywords for, and it will just every week update and say, Hey, you're number five. Hey, you're number 37, or, you know, this is your position and this is how much traffic you should be getting relatively. Right? So the reason for doing this is every single time I go into a post and optimize it, I want to know if it actually did anything. If it actually went, you know, instead of having to go manually check Google or however else, there's this tool that's like, hey, remember this thing you updated on this date? Well, here, you know, it used to be number two or it used to be number 10 and now it's number two. Okay. So this is why we use Ahrefs for that. Now, what I'll do is I'll pull up the keyword tracker and I'll look at all our keywords and I'll sort it. And I just clicked it, but nothing happened. So I'll sort it by position, basically. Okay. It's like, hey, what's the position? You know, you know, you can either sort it by position. I can say, all right, what's at the low? You know, you can see all your number ones, but then you looked, it's like, oh, I have ones that are number 17, right? Or here's one that's uh, number 18. And it doesn't get a ton of traffic, right? It's not a big keyword. So I'm like, eh, maybe not the best one to go after because yes, it may rank pretty low, but if it would have ranked number one, we're not going to see a huge win from that. Right. So I start going up the list and looking at stuff that I'm like, okay, this is really low on the list, you know, really low in position, but the volume is, you know, 1600 or 7,500 or 2300. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's take that and let's update those things because those things are going to give us the big wins. So that's how I'm finding what to actually work on. You don't even need Ahrefs to do this, right? You could use, and you should have this set up, you should use Google Search Console, which I'm also gonna pull up on my computer, and you could go to uh, Search Results, I believe it is, yeah? And you can sort, you can actually add your average position as a metric, and you can start to look at, okay, let's look at the positions, and we're gonna go down the list, and we're gonna go look at, you know, things that are ranked at eight, position number eight, but have a ton of impressions, right? So if we if we sort by impressions, we'll see, okay, I have this post, it has 54,000 impressions, but it's position 9.6. Well, that's, you know, that's a sign that says, you should probably work on that post because if you were to rank, you would get a ton more clicks. Right, because an impression so it means that there's fifty four thousand people seeing that, meaning they landed on the page. But I'm all the way at the bottom. I'm number nine. I'm number ten, probably. Right. So I only got fifty four clicks to that post, which is not terrible. But if I were number three, even I would get way more clicks to that post. So that feels like something I should work on. And you can even find ones that are like, you know, slightly lower than that. Like I've there's this one post that I rank on the sixth position. It's like, okay, work on that one, right? Or just go take a look at it and see if it needs work. So that that's just ways that you can prioritize what posts that you want to rank, uh, that what posts you should work on. And, and then now let's talk about what we're actually going to do to those posts, right? So there's a couple of things that I think could give you some, some quick wins, okay? And I, I wrote an email about this, but I'm just going to go through a couple of what I think, you know, a quick, if you want to do a quick update, you didn't want to rewrite the whole thing. This is what I would do. Okay. One, 
I would change the headline. It's probably bad. So go through and make sure that you're hitting the keyword in the in the headline. It doesn't have to be the exact keyword, but close enough. And make sure that the headline's actually something you'd want to click, right? You got to think of those magazines in the in the grocery store, especially. I always think of the Cosmopolitan ones because it's like, you know, ten tips to drive your man wild. It's like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to drive him wild. I'm gonna pick up that magazine. And the content probably sucks, but <laughs> got me to pick up that magazine. Makes me want to drive my man wild. So think about that. You don't have to be super sensational, but a tool that I like to use is Headline Analyzer. Been using it for years, been been screaming about it for years. It's just a good tool. It's just like, it's not necessarily, you don't have to consider it like the end-all be-all. It's just helpful. So, you know, you might have a very simple title like, you know, how to download WordPress. It might be the simple title, but, you know, you add some emotional weight to it, some power weight to it, and you start to see, like, how to download WordPress in five minutes, how to download WordPress without pulling your hair out, you know, that kind of thing. Just, and and that's not really going to help in terms of, like, technical SEO, but it's definitely going to help the click-through rate. Once you are, once you are ranking, then you have people clicking into it because they're like, oh, yeah, that's speaking more to me or like that feels more like emotional and powerful. So I'm going to click that. Right. So it's it's more appealing to the visitor as opposed to Google itself. Now, what it does for Google, though, is it shows that people are clicking it more. Maybe you're maybe you're down at number like six, but you're getting like an abnormal amount of clicks. And it's like, well, his headlines good. Title's good. So pop them back up to the to number three, see how it does there for a little bit. So it does help in that way. Another thing you can do is update the date, the published date, and make sure you're displaying the published date on your website. You know, I, I hate to say this, I used to remove the date because I thought, well, who cares? <laughs> who cares that the date, you know, who cares when I wrote it? It's not, it's not like the type of content I'm writing is super relevant, right? It's not news content. But... You can't tell me that you're not on Google and you see two posts and you want to learn from it. And one was, you know, published in two years ago and the other one was published a year ago. And you're like, I don't know. I kind of want the more recent one. I feel like that's more updated. So it just does this psychological trick to your brain. And I also think it helps with that whole. And I never really believed this when it came to SEO, but like Google wants freshness, fresh, fresh content hot out the oven. So I, I just say, okay, update the content a little bit, hit the update button. It's not that hard to do. And it, and if it helps a little bit, great. If it doesn't help at all, who gives a shit? You did it. And it, and you know, it's updated. So those are like really, really two quick wins that you'll see in the SERPs. You could also update the description as well. But nowadays I'm noticing that like Google's not really pulling your meta description anymore. They're kind of doing their own thing. So I really wouldn't worry about it too much, but it's there. Okay. So if you were to, again, want to do some quick wins, scroll all the way to the bottom of your post. And I'm going to tell you two things that I do that I think have really, I don't even care if this has helped with SEO. It just feels like a really smart thing to do and a really helpful thing to do to your, for your people. Okay, so first thing, add some FAQs to your post. 
especially if you're doing how-to content, right? So what do I mean? And here's a trick. So basically what I do is I'll go into the post and I'll say, okay, I want to rank for this keyword, whatever it is, my primary keyword. I'll open up incognito mode in my Chrome browser. I'll go to Google and I'll type in that primary keyword just flat out. And you'll see this people also ask section with a bunch of the, with like maybe like four questions. But as you keep hitting the drop downs on those questions, more questions keep popping up. And so you start looking at those questions and you pull out ones that you think might be relevant to your content. And then if you scroll all the way to the bottom of, of that search results page, you'll see even more questions that Google will, you know, Google's basically t giving you, here's what your post should be about. Here's what should be in your post. And what I do as a shortcut is maybe you've answered some of those questions in the post, right? And maybe it's in sentences, maybe it's buried under a certain paragraph. But what I do at the bottom of all my posts now is I'll create an H2 headline that says frequently asked questions about the main keyword, right? And then I'll in H3s put in literally word for word what those questions are from Google and then I'll just do a paragraph, one paragraph that answers that question as like tight as possible, right? So that's gonna require some editing. You know, you can write out the whole answer if it's a long answer, but then try to shave it down so it's like the most bite-sizey thing and that'll help you win some featured snippets, that'll help you win spots in that question area and it may even help you rank on Google a little bit for your main keyword because you're adding more content and it's actually really easy content to rank for. You don't have to think about it. You can do the research really easily easily on Google and then you can just add it right to the bottom of the post. And the other thing you could do, and this is not necessarily for SEO, but if you wanna boost your revenue a little bit, you wanna boost your subscriber count a little bit, some of the things that we've been doing is at the very bottom of every single post, we used to just write, like, like for instance, on Swim University at the end of every post, we would write a paragraph that kind of like, you know, and I see this happen all the time. And you'll, and you'll, you've, you've probably done it before, and if not, you're doing it currently. But you'll write a headline that says, in conclusion, and then you'll write some dopey paragraph that's, or a couple paragraphs that are just like, not really summing up the content, kind of just being whatever. Like, you just don't know how to end a piece, right? It's just, it's just like, whatever. The way that I kind of look at it is, you got to think about it in terms of like YouTube. And the way that I, you know, the, the, the goal for me on YouTube, at least, is to get people to watch all the way to the very, very end of the video, right? And what you do is you don't have that ending where you're just like, okay, that's it, everybody. Thanks for watching. By the way, if you want this, and it's like you're going into your like standard spiel and people have dropped off by then. They're like, okay, this is how he ends every video. It's, it's you know, he's gonna spend another minute talking about nothing or the same thing I've heard last week or whatever, and you cut it off. But if you give people content, meaning like new content to the very friggin' last 20 seconds, and then the last 20 seconds you throw in an end card, well then you're more likely to get people to click over to another video. So the goal is to like not throw in outtakes at the end, don't do stuff that's like not really, con I mean, outtakes isn't funny because that's like, that is content, but like, Again, you just want to deliver all the way up until the end. And so what we've been doing is literally doing that, delivering all the way up to the end. And at the very end, instead of doing that in conclusion, few paragraphs, nonsense, and then ending with happy swimming, 
or in brew cabin, it's happy brewing. We do need more pool maintenance help or need more home brewing help question mark as an H2. And then we bullet out all of our products or, or things you want people to take action on. For example, we have download our cheat sheet, which just gets us subscribers. We have subscribed to our YouTube channel, which help, helps our YouTube channel out. And we have check out our product. Just three bullets with links and a little pair, a little sentence. That's it. Just super helpful. Copy and paste it, throw it in every post, change up the words here and there for a little, you know, a little bit. But I think that's a nice way to like cut out that in conclusion, throw in some like actionable shit and move on. Okay. So that's, those are my quick, quick tips, quick win tips. Now, as far as the content itself, I think, especially when it comes to how to content, you got to think, and this, and this is why, you know, going back to like, people always ask me like, how do you pick your niche? It's like, I don't pick my niche. It picks me because my, I, I mean, you know, I have a pool website cause I've been doing pools since I was 13. It's just like, I did that first. You know, pools picked me, and then I started a website around it because I knew everything. Same with homebrewing. I started homebrewing first, and then I started a website about it. And same with online business, right? It's like, and that's what everybody does is is you start, you know, you have success with one little niche site, and all of a sudden you're you're qualified to talk about online business to everybody else, right? So I, that's that's exactly what Money Lab is. But I've been doing it for like ten years, and it's like, okay, well, let me start my own little, you know, playground. So what I do is you got to think about the, like you, this is why I, hmm, how do I want to say this? Let's say you're doing it yourself. You got to sit there and be like, all right, what's the best shit ever? What are the questions I want to answer? And I do this by looking at literally doing the same thing I did with the, FAQs. I'll Google the keyword in incognito mode and see what everybody else is writing about. Look at their headlines. Look at what, you know, topics they're covering and go and just cherry pick the ones that I think, yeah, because I know the topic so well. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to answer that question. Oh, yeah, that's a good section to have, you know, and I'm not right. I'm not copying and pasting the full text. I'm just I'm just writing down those ideas into an outline and you build the outline and then you start filling in the buckets. Right. So each each bullet point and outline is your is your headline, right? Either your H2 or your H3. I only use H2s and H3s. H1 is for your main title. And then I start filling in the buckets. And what's nice about being in the industry, and especially if you know it, you just start typing. And yeah, writing is hard, but like who cares? You're just gonna spill it all out of your system and edit later. I did this at Brew Cabin. You know, I've been thinking a lot about you know, changing up my dry hopping process. So I wrote about that first, the thing that I'm doing every single day, but I can't just talk about my dry hopping process. I have to talk about other ones too. give people alternatives, give, give the whole gamut. So I had to go research what other methods I'm like, Oh yeah, right. There's that method. Let me write about that. Maybe let me go out in the garage and actually do that method. You know, who cares? It's, it's easy for pools. Same thing. I know a little bit, but there's some parts that I'm like, I'm a little unsure about that. So I'll go and do that research and just add it and just type it, type it, type it, type it, and then edit, 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 right? If you're hiring a writer in this case and you know the topic well, 
consider your writer your first draft, okay? Let them write the first draft, and then you go in and spend another couple of hours, like, improving it, adding to it, not correcting mistakes. You don't want to do that. You just want to improve it. You want to add your take because that's what makes your website different than everybody else's that you're competing with. You got to have a take. You got to have a stance, I think, at least. So, yeah, that's that's what I do. Now, that's just the text. Any dum-dum can write words. Let's be honest. And I'm not putting any writers down out there, okay? But I'm a dum-dum, and I can put words on a page, right? I can, I can literally type one letter at a time on my keyboard. It's kind of what the computer does. Now, does it require skill? 100% if you want to be good at it. But like I said, they have fucking AI now, robots, dumb, dumb robots that are pumping out articles, okay? I'm sorry, but if a robot can do your job, then your job's not that hard. <laughs> I don't know, all right, I don't like, I don't like making that general statement. But you, you, I hope you get my, what I'm saying, is that, there, you know, you're really going to have a hard time competing with words, is what I'm saying, right? Because... Let's say you do the skyscraper technique, right? Which is the Brian Dean backlink go, you know, that's his term. And so you're like, okay, I'm gonna find this post and it's ranking number one. I'm just gonna outword it. I'm just gonna make more words and I'm just gonna cover more topics and, and you put it out there and you have your blog post and whatever, okay? Well, then that person goes, oh shit, man, I'm being outranked by this clown. Let me outword him. And then they, that person outwords that person. And then you're just playing the outword game, okay? No one has a competitive edge because no one's better at the game. They're both equally as good at the game. So you got to think outside the text, outside what you would, what you, what anybody could really do or pay for, right? And here's what I think it is. I think it's video for one. Not everyone can do video. Not everybody can do video. And two, graphics. Not everyone can take pictures. Anyone, caveat, anyone can go on 123RF, which I love, or go on Unsplash and pull a friggin' stock photo. Any asshole can do that. Okay? If you have a computer and a credit card, you're, you're, there's your skill. Okay? But what if you were taking your own pictures and maybe putting a little watermark on it, making sure it's yours, okay? You post that on Instagram, that's original content. That's not, that's not stock photo shit, okay? Now, same with graphics. Make your own graphics. You know, I, I'm a graphic designer by trade. That's my original job. Like from my, like, well, my original job was teaching adults how to take care of their pools, but after that, then it was like, okay, I'm doing graphic design and website design. And then I got into like affiliate marketing and you know what I do today. But yeah, it was, it was graphic design on a computer. So I, that's, so it's like, I, that skill is there and you can pay for that skill. I think that skill is crazy important. I think video is crazy important text. You are, it's going to be tougher. It's going to be a tougher, you know, and you know what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm saying. Anybody can type, but creating good graphics and creating good video is harder. And I'm even noticing, you know, 
we spend a lot of our time and effort putting out YouTube videos for the keywords that we rank for, for the articles that we have on our website. Well, guess what? Our videos are outranking our posts in Google. So what does that tell you? You know, Google is favoring video a little bit. So you want to outrank your competitors? Make a video, <laughs> make a good video, right? We also have image images that are the image search. You know, make sure you got your alt tags in your images. Make sure you title your images. You know, don't just put IMG underscore zero five zero dot PNG and then upload that. Literally type in the goddamn thing it is. And then as your file name and upload that, that helps. That's like little things that help. You know, am I telling you that's a huge quick win? No, but any chance I could throw a keyword in somewhere that makes sense. And that is actually helpful for maybe people who are blind and don't have the ability to see your images. They have their own technology where they can click it and it tells them what that image is. That's helpful. It's the same with colorblind people. Underlining your links is helpful. It's not, it's like, fuck the design. Fuck whatever you want to think about. I want my design to look like this. You're helping people by underlining your links. That's simple. Okay. So, like I said, this turned out to not be a quickie, but super, but a longie. Okay. And yeah, I, that's what I think you could do. The other thing too, like, Think really, really hard about internal linking at this point, right? You're you're in the post, you're updating it. Link out to link out to other posts, right? While you're thinking about it, while you're writing this stuff. You know, this is why it's good to know your content, you know what you're working with, know your website, know everything. It's your thing. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> and I'm gonna try to end this with content, meaning email me mad at moneylab.co. And I will see you next time. Please tell your friends about this show. 